Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap, the only show that says if you're going to a doctor for love-related uh, maladies, you don't have a basic understanding of yourself nor the medical practice. This comes out of, I guess I have to explain it since you didn't laugh. <laughs> no, I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> a couple weeks ago I was... You went to a love doctor? On my... <laughs> it's not the love guru. No. Um, you have, did you get a test done? Came back positive? I do. Or came back <laughs> negative. Uh, I took a test for love and it came back negative. That's so sad. Or you took a test. Yeah. No, I was thinking a different kind of test, but okay. No, no. I think we were both on the same... If you thing. took the test I was thinking of and you got negative, it's okay. The, the test I'm thinking hey, of, if, you take it, if it gets positive, it's a bad thing. Maybe you love a case of the galloping croc... Hawk rot. Maybe you like using those little combs to get rid of the crabs. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah I was, crabs are going to be my follow-up on that one. Um, no, listening to Robert Robert Palmer's uh, I Got a Bad Case of Loving You, it just occurred uh. to me that, like, and, like, the, what is it, the, um, you know, um, I can't think of the Trog song off the top of my head, but, uh, you know, went to the doctor, told him, you know, asked him what to do, and all this stuff, where, like, they keep going to, like, like, or, like, people go to, like, to a doctor for, like, being heartbroken and you're like that's not what they do get a therapist or just shoot yourself or just shoot <laughs> if you're that sad and heartbroken or just, just ice yourself it. yeah, yeah just, i mean just, just put yourself out of everyone else's miseries up to and including your own no applause just the clap does not endorse the activity of suicide <laughs> unless you're a prick um which there seem to be plenty of these days. So. Oh, I I read a political op-ed column now, so there are plenty. Um, though, thank you, I, I believe, was it Australia that gave us the best insults for uh, no, Donald Trump? No, it was Trump? Scotland. Scotland, thank you. Because he went to Scotland and he's like, you guys voted to stay in, or to, to get out. They called him a cocksplat. That is one of the best insults. Oh, I know. Amazing but cocksplat is the ones I'm just like... Cock juggling monkey butt, I think I saw at one point. <laughs> there's there's a whole list of them. I mean, other than, you have to understand that the EU, Scotland, Ireland, uh, well, formerly Britain, all of them, they're on the whole, I mean, there's a line in Eurotrip about it where, like, they're on a whole new level of cursing that yeah. we are not on. And I completely agree, which is probably part of the reason I love the British culture and, and the European culture. Um, but, uh, yeah, like Scotland, just beautifully illustrated. And uh, if you haven't looked at, there's actually um, uh, Warren, uh, my friend Warren Ellis, actually got uh, one of his tweets was captured for the whole thing, mm. um, dissing Wales. But that's because he doesn't like the Welsh, and no one should. Um, hey, you Welsh? Yes. Are you really? Yes. Oh, my grandfather used to say uh, he was from Glasgow. Um, what was it the? Uh, the Welsh and the Dutch, they don't amount to much. That was a saying I remember from my childhood. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, I was, of course, a huge disappointment uh, being from a Scott-Irish uh, Scot family and being obsessed with British culture. And a Jew. And, well, <laughs> that came out of a 15th century fucking thing. I, you know, I don't know. Um... It, it got muddied about cool, quite quick. Um, 
So you're listening to a Robert Palmer song. I'm not sure how we ended up on England, but you were talking about Robert Palmer. Oh, uh, because we were talking about the cursing. Oh, yeah. And that led to that. Uh, Okay, if I'm keeping track of the tangents, yeah, that's a, not a that's good a song. That's a bad day for me. That is, yeah, <laughs> no. Um, did you want to jump jump right into it? Sure, man. So All right. What do you have on your list? Oh, it's we actually haven't recorded in, in a little while. Yeah, it's been, um, been a couple weeks or a week or two. Um, first off, I want to talk start talking about. Um, I bought the uh, Chew board game based on the Chew comic. Yeah. Um, I played. <laughs> I played with myself. Um, to get the general game mechanics. And then uh, one of my nephews was like, actually, what are you doing? And I was like, I'll teach you how to play. I know the mechanics. Um, I'm not going to say I played with him because that would be horrible. Um, so I did the whole saying, not saying thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's a really interesting game mechanic. Very simplistic. They say that um, the average game between two players um, should take about half an hour, 45 minutes. I found that playing against a 10-year-old that took a little longer. Also, I was teaching him. So, yeah, playing against a 2-year-old, or 10-year-old, 10-year-old. Sorry, would, would take a little longer. Than <laughs> if I was playing against a 2-year-old, I would have won immediately. But, like, <laughs> slap, shake, done. Um, shake the baby. It would have choked on the chogs, which are genetically... Pogs. Huh? Pogs. No, Boy, chogs. Yeah, pogs with a P. No, chogs with a C-H. Yeah, I know. No, they're little chogs. Little guys. Okay, never mind. Don't need to break I, it, my slammer. No, because whatever. <laughs> From the second you started talking about a game called Chew, all I could think of was Hungry Hungry Hippo. <laughs> it's kind of like that with cannibalism <laughs> and color matching. All right. Um, yeah, basically, like you're given a case um, between two cards. Um, you have the case the uh, i guess murder i guess you call it it doesn't always have to be a murder but a, a case mm-hmm. and then the um the antagonist the the suspect and you have to like connect colors on each card okay so you have to come up each with card's murder. borders to get there and make a case okay. and the case can only be strong if it's over 20 points which uh, each card has a point value okay um it's actually a really neat um mechanic i've actually not seen it but then again i don't play a lot of tabletop card games whereas our mutual friend brandon and frequent oh, guest brandon on it, yeah i think that's what he was doing I, pretty much all weekend all week last week was about on his vacation uh-huh yeah okay. um his vacation speaking of big tabletop gamers nice segue doug um i watched Pat oswalt's talking for clapping his new special Okay. It's a little bittersweet because... His wife. Right. And he talks a lot about his wife and daughter. Um, it's a little rough knowing that walking in. Um, but I mean, a great special. Great special. Um, I know he and uh, both him and Brian Postan have talked about, like, if you hear me talk about my wife, if you hear me talk about my kid, like, punch me in the face. It's not going to be funny. Right. Happiness ruins comedy, da 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 da, <laughs> which is why I'm still working on my stand up because I'm miserable. But that's another oh, story. Wow. I'm not miserable. Um, but, like, he does really great comedy about his wife and daughter. Right. Um, not against them. I, I don't want to say that. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, involving them as yeah, material. Uh, same with Posehn. Um, I've been actually listening to a lot of new Posehn, but. 
Um, but no, t- uh, talking for clapping. I love the title. I love that. That's basically what he's doing. Yeah. Talking for laughing. Talking for clapping. Um, and being that Patton is kind of the comedian's comedian, um, he did a great job and didn't have a stray piece of lint on his suit the entire time. I don't know if you know about the last special he had where he had like the white, uh, he had like a black suit and it was yeah. like this it was white piece white of piece. thread. Drove, drove you crazy. Like drove everyone with OCD crazy going... Oh, I just watched Saw Special. Take off the white piece of paper. Like, take off the white piece of lint. Like, oh my god, please stop. Um, but no, phenomenal. That would be awesome if he did that on purpose. He wouldn't, knowing <laughs> that I know the uh, that he's talked about like the social anxieties and yeah. the OCD. But um, no, but like, and he's lost. He's lost weight. I knew that. Um, it's funny doing something. Listening to his older stuff where he talks about like. Oh, I have to lose weight for my daughter, so she just doesn't think, I, like, she can get fat and be on TV. <laughs> like, he's actually taking care of himself, and I'm glad to see that in light of everything that's going on right now, because he obviously needs to be there for her, he right. can't. The guy suffers from depression, much like I do, and I know that <sighs> I, I can't imagine, like, what he's going through at all. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I, and I'm both happy and sorry that I can't. And I think he would appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but I know the weight you can put on during depression and think you're carrying well, it well, which I did not. It depends. You can either put a lot of weight on or you can lose a lot, depending on how you handle I, I think he's. I think he's losing it in a healthy way, and he's yeah. not, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think, I think if he was going to fall into a pit, it would be of eating in despair. Right. I mean, I think it would be one of those, like, I'm eating my feelings type of thing. Um, but he looked really good during the special, and it was really fucking funny, and I highly recommend it. Um, once again, I'm a huge comedy nerd, uh, and so Patton is really high on my list in terms of comedians to follow, um, but Talking for Clapping is a phenomenal, phenomenal special. What? Next. Next. So I watched Warcraft. Oh, God. Why? You mean exposition, the movie? I it didn't look entertaining at all. I wanted to see it because a the technology has come so far that the cutscenes in video games look like movies. So I wanted to see where they'd go with it. Um, it's effectively I wouldn't say a two-hour cutscene. Like the, the the special effects are better than that. Okay. Um. How's the story? Is the story any good? Well, I just said it was Warcraft. Yeah, I know, but... The movie of exposition. Effectively, and I didn't know this. I want to say this as a precursor. Um, It's supposed to be a trilogy, and I didn't know that. Oh, no. That's not good. So, it's much like watching... And I didn't know this when I walked into the second Pirates of the Caribbean, that there was going to be a third. Okay. So, I walked into the second movie going... Wow, the pacing's really fucked in this. Like, they're it's not gonna they're not gonna wrap this up at all. Like, right. no. I didn't know that there was a subtitle to the Warcraft movie called like The War Begins, or something like that. Or okay. Crafting War or some bullshit. Crafting War. <laughs> the, effectively the movie is Crafting the War. Right. I mean, they, right. they do the name justice. Basically, it's every character 
talking about exposition either of themselves, of someone close to the story, of the world it's set in, or why someone's doing something. So it's a giant origin story. Like, in the worst possible <laughs> way ever. Like, at one point, one character gets drunk after the... Spoiler alert. After the death of his son and explains where the mother went. Who died in childbirth. You could have done that with, like, three lines of dialogue! But why is it important? It isn't! Oh, no. Because he has to fall in love with the half-orc girl. Oh. Which would make for very interesting kissing... Because she has, like, the orc Tusks. underbite. Yeah. Not, like, to the extent the other orcs have, but it reminded me of my one of my favorite Doctor Who lines. Biting. It's like kissing, but there's a winner. Um, <laughs> it's a great line, right? That is a good one. Thank you, Neil Gaiman. Because um, he wrote that. that Maybe was, he just wanted a little piercing he, on his lips, and that's why he was well, kissing like, her. Well, like, no, like, it... Well, she was more human than orc. I okay. mean, like, it was, like, okay, yeah. It's not like we have a disparency, uh, disparage, disparagement on uh, genitals on that one. Like she was more human than orc. Okay. Um, though the orc children apparently like are like baby human size and grew up to be orc size, which was very confusing to me. Um, and they sent the baby orc down the river, like Why? someone you might know, like Noah. Moses. Moses, sorry. You're wow, fine. wrong fucking Bible story. I know better than that. That's all right. Darren Aronofsky didn't make a movie about it. Technically, so Noah right. went down the river too. It was just a way bigger river. It was <laughs> a worldwide river. <laughs> <laughs> he was the first one to connect to the worldwide river. Oh, uh, I know. Uh, you can't see it, but I'm giving myself the finger on that one. Yeah. Um, World of Warcraft, effectively exposition the movie. There's some battle. There's a lot of internal and external conflict in terms of the kingdoms. Okay. But I would say in terms of the orc versus human war, it's just getting started. I think it was a very big project for Duncan Jones, who I really like. Um, he did Moon, which I love. He did that, uh, I can't think of the name of it, but the time-traveling train bomb movie with... Um, Snowpiercer? No. <laughs> no, with um, with Jake Gyllenhaal. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my oh, head. okay. Um, but it was actually all right. It was very cerebral. Once again, you'd think the son of David Bowie would make very cerebral films as opposed to Warcraft. Um, he did what he could with the script. I know the script had problems very early on. Um, it's not just that you have Hollywood going in on it. You have got Blizzard going in on yeah. it. So they're going to be... cooks in the kitchen. Well, and... I'm sorry, but, like, a lot of the inside jokes, quote-unquote, are so inside, they're actually up their own asses. I'm not going to get the reference that this guy's got this axe, or he's, um, you know, got this mount, or this wolf has got this thing, or that guy's riding that wolf, or there's a spider that bit that guy that's not... Brazilian nor wandering. Um <laughs> like nor I, Brazilian. Yeah, well like I'm not I'm not gonna get thank you. I'm not gonna get like you know, like the super insider stuff. I didn't play World of Warcraft. I don't trust myself to not spend real money on fake money well, or to be one of those guys who died in the cafe after playing it for forty seven hours. Cause if you haven't listened to the show long enough, that's me. Um, From what I saw of it, it didn't look like it really went into World of 
Warcraft as much as just the original Warcraft games from back in the... It, it did have the whole, like, orc versus human vibe, which yeah. was the original, I think, three games yeah, the before three. they went online, before they did the, the the original platform games. But all the jokes, like, all the little names, all the everything is based on the, the, um, the, 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 the memoir pig. Um, that's what they call it. I know. Um, but it's based on the actual game that we now know as Warcraft. Right, okay. Uh, or World of Warcraft, not specifically Warcraft. Though I think that one point when the orcs were building something, like, someone was like, build on peon, he's like, okay, Captain. Like, they, they were, like, nods. But, um, the voice acting was great. Uh, any of the mocap that I saw was fine. Um, I mean, it's hard to think of Anyone doing the mocap with the giant tusks in there, you know, I mean, right. they're basically setting up both the human side and the orc side to be uh, sympathetic. I mean, it's like, well, the orcs are trying to escape this, like, wor uh, ruined world, mm -hmm. and one of them had a kid, uh, which apparently they're not supposed to, but whatever, I don't know. The, 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 the orc kid was kind of a weird twist to me. Um, I think they named him Dave, I don't know. Um, <laughs> which orc, an orc is orc Dave, Dave, which is, uh, orcish for Dave. Um, he's going to be an IT. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it, it, like they, I like that they did the whole, like, Hey, like there's a human side, there's an orc side, but ultimately you're going to come down to in the next, apparently like two movies where you have to pick a side well, and yeah. it's not going to be like civil war. No. No. Okay. I will not be Team Orc, nor will I be Team Human. Though it is weird. Um, I've been, you know, I, I watch Preacher, and then I'll wrap up on this. This is super weird. Where Dominic Cooper in Preacher is Jesse Custer, who's, or was, or whatever, dating uh, Tulip, played by Ruth Nega. In this movie, Dominic Cooper plays the queen, uh, king. And Ruth Nega plays the queen, or queen consort. And I'm just like... So the guy from Vikings is Cassidy? Like, that was literally my thought. All right. um, I've given it to Deb on a USB drive. I haven't like followed up on it because when I watched it, I went... I shouldn't warn her not to watch it because I don't want to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like gone... That whole movie is just exposition. I don't want to watch it. It's it's really weird seeing um oh, what is his name, Ben Foster, who was uh, Spacker Dave in the original uh, not the original um, Punisher but the Punisher with uh, Thomas Jane. Okay. You got all the piercings, Spacker Dave. Yeah. Um, and he was uh, Angel in X Men Three. Okay. The original X Men Three. Um, so kind of a pretty boy type. Um. Play like the like weird like grizzled magic guardian character. Like it was weird seeing him with like a fake beard and acting like old. It was weird. Because I know he was dangerously close to a gray beard on that one. Okay. On that one. Um. So I mean, see if you want. You probably already have or haven't. Uh, make your decision after we talk about it. Um. If you have that. But it's it's a lot of exposition. It is literally crafting the war. The war doesn't happen 
the war literally gets mentioned at the end of this movie where they're like, well, we must prepare for war. And I'm like, okay. Craft. <laughs> um, it's, it's, uh, it's a little rough. Um, I, I don't think it's a technological, technological jump the way that Avatar was okay. in terms of like the CGI and all that. I mean, it was effectively a really long video game. Yeah. Like the cutscenes have uh, uh, props to video game and, and CGI, but like, the cutscenes have become so great that anything like this just falls kind of short or even. You know what I mean? Gotcha. All right. Well, I know you don't watch it, but Game of Thrones last week? Apparently it's been some shit like the last couple of weeks. Last week was awesome. Was that the Battle of the Bastards? Yeah. Fucking spoilers. Who's the other bastard? Spoilers, spoilers. Uh, Jon Snow and... and Littlefinger, uh, yeah? No. Uh, Bolton. The sure. Ramsey Bolton, the fucking crazy BDSM. Oh, dude. from Hell's Kitchen. Yes, that guy. They call him a cunt. No. Throw him out of his um, war. It was. I mean, I so you knew who was gonna win. I mean, I knew at least I knew who was gonna win going into it. Uh, John Snow. Yeah, but but they made it look. He's Argentina versus U.S. But, but they did make it look like uh, like for a minute it wasn't gonna be the case. Okay. And, and there was some amazing cinematography where. At one point, he had fallen. John Snow had fallen. Uh, Ramsey's soldiers had formed a circle, like a phalanx circle around them, and were just marching forward with spears out and would like stab. They like take two steps, stab, take two steps, stab, Dab. and so they were basically, you know, crushing these people into a giant circle, into a smaller circle. Uh-huh. John Snow falls, and at one point, he's you know, the cinematography was so good that I was having problems breathing watching him trying wow. to get his own breath because it was. It was intense. Uh, and then Sansa and Littlefinger show up with the Knights of the Vale. Uh, Sansa's one of the Starks, yeah? Yeah, she's okay. Snow's half-sister. Or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. She had called Little, She had written a uh, raven to Littlefinger asking for his help. He shows up with the Knights. They kill everybody. Bolton goes running back to Winterfell. The big giant. The big giant. The um, mountain? Uh, wilding. Oh, the actual giant. The actual gotcha. giant. He like he's funny. He's like bolt the to bolt the gates. He's like we could just hang out here all day, because yeah, you know, we've got supplies. They have nothing. <laughs> they have a giant, <laughs> and when he starts smashing through the the gate, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but he has a Hulk. <laughs> but he's that's what popped in my I head. I have an army. But like, we have a Hulk. He has a Hulk. Um, so he gets through, and and uh, they kill the giant with a bunch of arrows. Like Bolton shoots an arrow right into his eye. Yeah, and yeah. Kills him. Uh, which I was kind of sad. I like the I like the giant, but um, so the snow takes over Winterfell, uh, beats starts beating the shit out of Bolton, which was very cathartic. It was well <laughs> long overdue, um, but then he but then Sansa walks into Winterfell and he and he sees her and he stops because he realizes basically that, like, no wait, I shouldn't kill him. I should let her do what she wants to do to him, and so she ties him to a chair. He comes to Bolton comes to tied okay. to a chair. He had and it becomes Casino Royale. He had mentioned earlier in the episode that he had starved his dogs for seven days. To make them hungry? Uh-huh. Okay. So she let the dogs on him. Oh! Oh! Yeah. And he made sure you saw the first one. Like, it's this big, like, pit bull-looking dog. So yes. No, I saw the picture. And it's like, like he's, get up close he's to sniffing, it. and he licks the blood a little bit off the guy's face, and then all of a sudden he just goes, and, like, rips the fucking mouth off. Like, it's pretty intense. And then as she walks out, she gets like a little half smile across her face. I'm like, damn, okay. And then um, 
So basically, Daenerys in her fight comes back with a dragon, roasts oh, yeah. like a whole bunch of the fucking slavers that have tried to come back and take over their city. Um, she flies her three dragons in, takes over their boats, fries a bunch of people, and then um, her soldiers, like the, you know, the, the three slavers, three slaver leaders, are like standing in front of the. Uh, the dwarf and a bunch of the soldiers, and he says, "So, which one of you is the one that's going to die? Because one of you has to die, and the other two can go back and tell everyone what happened." Oh, and very. So uh, these two guys immediately shove killers. this one dude up. They're like, "Him, him. He's not even really one of us." Da 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 da. And they, like, he's like, "Get on your knees." And the guy gets on his knees, and the soldier whips out his sword and slices both the dudes' throats the other at the guys, same yeah. time. Yeah, I saw it coming too, but it was still fucking cool to watch. Um, so yeah, next this tomorrow's episode is gonna be the last of the season. Yeah. Um, should be interesting. Not sure what I don't watch the next week on thing, so I'm not okay. sure what's gonna happen yet, but it's the season finale, so I'm sure it'll be fucking crazy. It's always big. Someone's gonna uh get beat the fuck uh in the head with Lucille, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Effectively. Speaking of Lucille, came out to, uh, came out either this week or the week before. Uh, the Walking Dead guys filmed eleven scenes of whose head got bashed with a so different person for each scene. So we still don't know who it is. Uh huh. Supposedly eleven. They filmed eleven different head bashing scenes. Well, at least uh, you know Henry D. Morgan's getting I the scale. I still on that think one. it's gonna be fucking Glenn. It's not Glenn. Well, they have to give him closure in terms of Maggie's miscarriage, which I'm pretty sure is happening. And then he can fucking die. Yeah, maybe. And, and then he can kill him. Like, I lost the baby. Like, with, like, Negan in the back going, sucks for you, wang. Like, wang. Or whatever. Wang computers. But, uh, or Chung. But you know what I mean? Like, he's got to have that moment with Maggie, and then you can kill him. Um, ideally, but, I mean, if you really would just want to, like, leave with no closure, closure, then absolutely, Glenn has no idea what's going on with his baby and Maggie and the end. And then Maggie has a miscarriage and, die, and the baby dies. Yeah. But then she turns into, like, badass Maggie. Because and fucking takes mad revenge on uh-huh. fucking Negan. Alright, okay. Okay. Kirkman, so. if you're listening. Um, I'm sure. Kirkman or the guys that write uh, anything on Adult Swim. We've talked about you guys before. Um, Did you want to... No, I'm good now. Okay. What's next? Um, It's one of those things I really... I talked about you off air, uh, or talked to you off air about and talked about on damn on air, um, that I kind of wanted Deb to be here for this one. Um... A while back, Will Wheaton was on at midnight, and he looked really the shitty beard yeah, I and the that. overgrown hair. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. good. I remember that episode. I know why. Why? Because he has to be super creepy for his character on Powers. Oh. I don't care for Will Wheaton in general, so. Um, he's playing a character Conrad on on Powers, and I watch Powers. It's a show on the uh, PlayStation Network. Based on Brian Michael Bendis' and Michael Avin Oming's uh, comic book, which I, I've loved since day one. Right. Um, his character is so 
so ridiculously creepy. Like, one, he runs, like, a giant, like, toy conglomerate, like, the people that make the, the, the dolls out of... Okay. And on one of the last scene, uh, one of the last um, episodes, he brings up, like, the scan for the new retro girl, um, who is, like, 19, maybe. Okay. And he goes, like, he's talking to his, like, computer, because he's fucking Bill Gates or whatever, and he goes, bring up that scan. And she's, like, standing there like a, an action figure with her arms out. And he starts, like, playing music and dancing with the hologram. Creepy. Like, and he talks about, like, on the episode after that, where they finally get him, and he goes, well, in this room, like, nothing's recorded. Um, I've learned from... I've ding. learned from... Ding! I've learned from, um... Like, Nixon never recorded anything in your own room. Um... And, uh... He starts talking about how... Like, how he had to pay to have the old retro girl killed so she could be, like, young again and okay. whatever. He's basically exploiting her both economically and then trying to get in there sexually. Like, he is fucking goddamn creepy. All right. Like, in a very gross, makes your skin feel dirty, but in a very subtle way. Like So basically what I think what Wade will be like once he hits, like, 40 or 50 years old. Oh, he's in his 40s. Well, then when he hits 50 or 60. Like, he's going to end up like that. He'll end up being some weird, creepy fucking dude. Guarantee it. Really? I think so. Just going, I, well, I, I work like, for a video toaster. Let I, me touch I, your pussy. I can see him being like that, yeah. I, I don't like the guy. Okay. Just. But I'll have you know, like, in terms of how he looks, <clears throat> like, we were all kind of like, oh, he looks really skeevy. Yeah. Well, we have that, the payoff. That's, 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 why. that's why. Okay. He had to look skeevy to be, like, he has, he, he looks like someone who just drives a windowless van, inviting kids. With free candy. With, with Laffy Taffy to build go-karts in the woods. Um, <laughs> that is what he looks like. Okay. Um, in the show, obviously, he has, like, the external thing of, like, I'm an entrepreneur, I run my dad's old company, blah, 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 blah. But, like, he's dancing with holograms. That's that's almost like it puts so a little Lex on skirt. Yeah. With who? Lex Luthor. The bat, the B versus Batman versus Superman version of Lex Luthor. Why did he dance to the hologram? No, I'm just saying, creepy guy who took over his dad's company. He's kind of fucking weird. He's. Yeah, but I trust Lex Luthor over Conrad, whatever his fucking name is. Okay. Because Conrad, like I said, drives a windowless van, and Luthor would be like, "I'm talking to the deleted scenes to the weird." guy for the next movie, which we'll get into later. Um, Whiskey Tango, uh, I'm sorry, Whiskey Foxtrot Tango. WTF. WTF is Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. What did I say? Whiskey Foxtrot Tango. Whiskey. I did did say what the, what 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 the fuck fuck the. What the fuck is Whiskey Tango Foxtrot? You uh, said Whiskey Whiskey Tango. The movie is called Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Oh, that's where What's Her Name goes to the Middle East. Yes, Tina Fey. Um, Really good. A little paint by the numbers in terms of the emotional beats. Um, It was a lot... uh, How would I say this? My interest in seeing that movie has to do with Margot Robbie being in it. Margot Robbie, yeah. Robbie, Robbie, whatever. Whatever. Um, Which is weird, because it's a whole movie of people from places... 
that they're pre- pretending not to be. Mm-hmm. Um, because Margot Robbie is, I believe, Australian, Australian playing an English reporter. Okay. And then Martin Freeman, who's English, is playing a Scottish reporter. Like, oh yeah, like, it's muddled accents for two hours. Um, but it's based on a true story. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Yeah. It's uh, based on, I can't remember her um, her biography, autobiography. Um, but it's based on a true story. Well, it's my copywriter who just went, they let her bring her into a meeting and go, you're the people in this office that have no kids, no significant others. Who wants to go to uh, Afghanistan? Okay. Um, and Tina Fey's character says, has this moment with a, an exercise bicycle, which is amazing, um, where she realizes that she'd been on this uh, bicycle for like years and years and years, like same day, every day. And then they moved the bike and she realized like, I hadn't been going She's anywhere. Stuck in a rut. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm fucking off. Um, and then her boyfriend cheats on her, uh, played by Josh Charles um, from uh, The Good Wife or formerly of The Good Wife because I think he died on that. Also, it's over now. Um, but, uh, and then she's like kind of free to like stay there for like, as opposed to like three months, it's like years. Okay. Um, and she becomes entrenched in the culture and the people and builds real relationships. Um, it's a really fucking cool movie in the same way that it kind of shone the light the way, um, Three Kings did. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. If you saw which, Three Kings which, where it kind of yeah. shows okay. the closeness of the military there to the culture. No, it makes sense. I, see okay. what I get what you're saying. Um, which gives me an entirely different impression of the movie because what they showed on the trailers didn't give it's me that not like at all. No, it's, that's, not, that's it's, it's not like a slapstick comedy. No, it's not. It's not like the trailer. It's not. I mean, it's not like Thirty Rock in Iraq or I'm sorry, Afghanistan. Okay. Um, it's not like that. Like well, there yeah. are real character moments. It is very real emotionally. Okay. Um, well, then I'll watch it because. But it is. It, but it is written by her co-writer on Thirty Rock, uh, Robert Carlock, I believe his name is. Okay. Um, the guy Pete's based on, um, and you can tell cause there is a very Tina Fey. Well, yeah. Thirty Rock vibe to it in terms of her character, mm-hmm. um, but. It's very, there are moments where it's very paint-by-numbers for emotional beats and character beats and action beats, um, but I highly recommend it. I really okay. liked it. I'll watch it. Um, it was one of those where I went, oh yeah, like I forgot to see this at like, the Esquire, um, and now it's on DVD and I'll totally watch it. Um, cool. So yeah, I highly recommend, I'll see if I can get it right, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. There you go. All right. Definitely the interjector. I'm gonna keep keep going. going. Keep going. Horrible list of two weeks stuff. Another period is back. Um, No offense, Lizzie. Once again, uh, somebody I wish Deb was here for because I know she watches it as well. Another period is basically. I think we've talked about it. Like the kind of um, Meet the Kardashians set in the 1900s. Okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, you guys have talked about it. I get. I know what it's about. It's back. Um, I love once again the. Great metaphors of them using <laughs> hatchet laws instead of gun laws. Um, it's the same thing as on the last season, uh, ravishing in, in, instead of rape. Oh, right. Like, yeah, like one of the characters got ravished, ravished. Um, and felt very dirty. Um, 
it's only two episodes in at this point. Um, the writing has been phenomenal from Natasha Legero and Ricky Lindholm. As well as, it's the writing has been so, so phenomenal that I didn't actually catch a joke they were setting up until they did it. Um, where one of the characters from last season got hit in the chest with a hatchet. He has a literal hatchet wound. Hmm. He decides to be very proud and show up his hatchet wound after he gets over his fear of hatchets. And it looks like a vagina red hatchet wound. Nice. Like, didn't see that joke coming because it's so cleverly written. Where it's like, they talk about hatchet wounds so literally that you don't get the metaphor until you see it. Okay. Um, phenomenal when they talk about how um, they look at their kids as... I love them and not girls. <laughs> okay. Because it's the 1900s right. and they're worth floats. Right. Um, you know, like it's, it's one of those, like all of the weird historical jokes f are f great and they hit. Uh, it's a great uh, series. I recommend watching it. Now that's back uh, by the time this posts, I believe, I believe the third episode should be there. Okay. Um, on Comedy Central, highly recommended. It is smarter. It's 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 like Arrested Development, or um, Chris Elliott's Get a Life. Like it is smarter than people give it credit for. Okay. Um, and I can see it failing because of that, unfortunately. Um, but I think at this point, TV realizes that maybe some of those shows they should just wait and see what happens. Right. They've learned from um, Arrested Development, where it was too smart for its own good. Um, though I do want to say as a total, uh, not even a sidebar, but, um, I had a, a coworker talk to me about, uh, Mr. Robot <laughs> and he goes, I just rewatched that entire series season. Oh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could slam through the whole thing in, I a, did. in a timely manner. Um, but he goes, the new season's coming up. he goes, is it good? He, uh, he meant the word convoluted. So I'll give him that. But I said, I, it's not convoluted. It's just so smartly written that it's simply complicated. Okay. And he kind of looked at me like, what? And I'm like, if you watch it, like, you'll get it. Either you'll get it or you don't. I said, also, the actual, like, technology, like, the way they talk about it, like, is, for the most part, accurate. Mr. Robot? Yes. Oh, it's very accurate. I... Do you really think you could hack a police station using a cruiser Bluetooth? Yes. Oh, well, fuck it, then I'm wrong. And it's completely <laughs> accurate. I was willing to give that one, but all if right. If it ties into their network, then you can use it to hack. That and their technical resources actually attempt all the hacks. I did say that to my coworker. I was like, Lizzie, well, I don't want to say that. Um, I, don't, I don't know how far I can say stuff, but... You just don't name clients. Because uh, <laughs> Deb's not here, so that won't happen. Because <laughs> she's the one that does it. Um, but no, like, the the technical consultants on that show, like, mm -hmm. are well-known... In the scene. Yeah. Yep. And I told him, I said, here's the thing, if someone calls themselves a hacktivist... They're not hacktivists, because hacktivists hate the term hacktivists. Because I talked to him about that. I talked to my coworker about that. Because he goes, well, are they like... And I'm like, no. No, they're not. We're yeah. not. I'm not. 
Anyone who calls himself that is Fuck it's like calls being that. a hippie in it's like being a hipster. 1980. You're like it's like being a hipster. No one. Yeah, that is a hipster. That's an actual hipster. Wants to be called a hipster. A hipster, exactly. So. So anyway, I just wanted to get that out there. Cool. Next on your list, because I've, I've got red, I've got a couple of red shirts. That's it. Um, are your red shirts about rebirth? No, we can talk about rebirth. Super quick. My Flash is back, motherfuckers. Yes, he is. Wally West is back. He was saved from the Speed Force by Barry Allen like a mewling baby, which I'm not happy with. Um, but Wally West is back. After a long absence, after being changed into a reverse Flash character, yeah. um, Wally West is back. My only issue is that like he and Barry are now on this mystery of who stole the last 10 years of their lives explaining the new 52? I don't know. Well, it's the guy from Watchmen. And no one cares. <laughs> Sorry. No offense, uh, Jeff Johns. I love you to death. And I really do. Except for your Avengers run. That was a little rough. Um, you had... Uh, I almost called him Captain Adam. Um, uh, Dr. Manhattan, right out there, right out of the yeah. bat. So we all know how it's going to end when you have the next universe-changing thing. Like, when it's Rebirth, Manhattan War, or whatever the fuck you're going to call it. Manhattan War. It's like, Or the Battle of, uh, Battle on Manhattan. The Battle or, of Manhattan. There you go. Um, it's, it's settled. <laughs> the it's, Big it's, Blue Dick Battle. <laughs> I guarantee you they're calling that in the writer's room right now. Um, it's him and literally Blue Beetle going, let's do this. Um, no, like the Battle for Manhattan or Battle of Manhattan or, it's going to be settled with, uh, quantum physics and beads, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, my point is like you pretty much set up the next at least year of your series. Yeah. Two years of, of your entire company line. Um, trying to figure out. Who sold 10 years? How they sold 10 years? How does it affect Jimmy Reyes versus uh, Ted Kord is back, I guess, as a Blue Beetle. Yep. Um, which I, I'm not a fan of. I, I think he went out... I think he went out the way he should have gone out. Um, unfortunately shot by uh, Maxwell Lord, but I think he went out setting the scene for um, Infinite Crisis and... and I'm, uh, yeah, Infinite Crisis... And, and all that. Um, and I, I'm not opposed to the Jimmy Ray's um, Blue Beetle. But I think they're going to retcon some stuff that I think should have been there. And that's just me. But Wally West is back and that's the most important thing is he's my goddamn Flash. Um, once again, a super quick thing. And I know it's not one of my red shirts, but super quick. Uh, new season of Marin. I haven't really talked about it that much. Right. Um, he... Basically had a low point, went into rehab and therapy on this season. Okay. So it's been a lot of him dealing with the actual therapy and um, being a 50-year-old, once again, addict. And coming back from that and going, like, what does that mean? Because back when I did it the first time, like, I was young and I could bounce back. Okay. And I knew that I had problems. Now, what does that mean to, for me now? Okay. I do like that um, his sponsor... Um, is named Jerry. 
I think is based on Jerry Stahl, who was the writer, and he's, uh, I think, a consulting producer on the show. Uh, the guy who did Permanent Midnight. Okay. The guy who was, like, shooting heroin wearing uh, Alf. Oh, yeah, Did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. with the Ben Stiller movie. Yeah. yeah. Which is phenomenal. I mean, it's a great movie. It's an amazing story of this guy's life, Jerry Stahl. Um, but it's played by Don Stark, which if you don't know that name, I don't blame you. Did you watch that 70s show? Yeah. It was Donna's dad. We got the fro. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. He doesn't have the fro in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like that, like, I'm pretty sure he probably looks and acts like Jerry Stahl. Like, I'm pretty sure they got the guy closest to actually Jerry Stahl. I went, go. <laughs> um, but that's his his uh, his sponsor okay. in the show. And there's actually moments where, when I went through what I went with, um, they go, just put your head down get through the work, and I'm going, once again, Marin's hitting a little too close to home, which just enforces that he's effectively my spirit animal. Um, I'll talk more about this on Dam. Uh, let's see. Uh, lastly, in terms of the general meat and potatoes of the show, also I've been addicted to the term meat and potatoes for some strange reason. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's come up a lot, right? Um, on other podcasts, but yeah, it's weird. I need to stop doing it. It's okay. Um, you. Orphan Black. Let's yeah, talk about some let's orphan, talk about orphan Black. Black. You've been waiting for me to catch I've up. I've been waiting for you to catch up. And it's appreciated. And I'm I didn't know so that long. the 10th episode was the uh, finale. I thought it was going to go like 12 or no. 13. So I was like, where's the next episode? Oh, fuck, that was the last one. Yep. Um, so we're going to kind of go back a little bit, because I think... The last time we talked, I mean, I, like the second episode was out. I think. No, we were way deeper in than that. Were we? Um, you were just about to get to uh, Kendall's death. Oh yeah. Um, and that's when I was like, I don't want to spoil anything, like, because that was huge. And Casima yeah, like, breaks down, yeah. and the cop, the neo, the the IA cop, um, that's part of the illusion. And uh, you have uh, Max. I don't think he's uh, part, okay. I don't think he's a part of the illusion. I yeah, yeah, absolutely is. No, he's just getting paid by them. He's just a dirty fucking cop. There's no... Which is why I dislike him even more. Like, if he had... If he was part of the illusion and believed in them and and had... I don't know, faith? Beliefs. Faith or, or something? A belief, yeah. Um, that he was doing it for a reason. I could excuse Other than the that. money. I, well, I couldn't excuse it. But I, I would at least understand... Because he covered he'd up have the, a motive. the EMTs cutting the right. bugs out of people's right. cheeks and all I mean, that he'd have a motive. But he's, he's, just getting, he's just getting a payday. So, which makes him even dirtier and makes him even worse, in my opinion. So my question is, if that's the case, why does it feel even dirtier when he starts hinting with art about, like, the Hendrixes? Well, I'm not saying he doesn't know stuff. But, like, he just does it to fuck with them. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, what a prick. Yeah. Which, from the beginning of the show, kill yourself. Yeah. Or, wait for Miss S to do it. Because Siobhan does it in a very great, like... I don't give a fuck. This is for my mom way. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad they're clearing the field. Um, this episode, uh, this season went back to basics. We'll get to a bit more of the nitty gritty. I just want to do, uh, I want to say this. This season got back to like the basics of it mm-hmm. before it got really super complicated with Caster and Lita and the original genome and blah, 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 blah. This guy kind of got back to basics on like, Who's a bad guy? Yeah. Who's a good guy? 
so to speak. And I was kind of glad that they killed the whole original genome thing, literally. With and now it's a matter of Neolution versus the Awake clones. Yeah. And weird old guy on the island. Yeah. What, the guy that like wrote well, he's the, the he wrote yeah he, he wrote the, he wrote the novel or wrote the Bible of Neolutionism, uh, yeah. which the minute they were like who is he I'm like well he's that guy yeah well he must be over a hundred well duh he's yeah. got he's figured something he's out he's a mutant yeah. um he's apocalypse he's a first mutant <laughs> he's the first um, one but I mean like you know what I mean like that that I knew coming like when they were like who is he great yeah I saw that um. Guy. I didn't know he designed Rachel's eye, and then he was giving her, like, right, that yeah. weird glitch. Right. Like, that was kind of a, oh, oh, on the last episode, where it's like, well, he designed your eye, of course, he's got a wacky sense of humor, or whatever mm-hmm. they call it, and it's like, the minute they went, he and I went, oh, shite. Yeah. Um, but the Cosima, uh, the Delphine uh, reveal that she's A, alive, B, on the island, C, gets um, reconnected with Cosima was right. beautiful. I mean... Heartbreakingly beautiful, and then like the guy goes like, "You can't tell anyone you're fucking lesbians because that's not how evolution works." Well, yeah, I mean, if you think about it. Yeah, no, I get it, but like, that was kind of sad. Well, because she goes like, "I'm gonna keep you on my body heat and make out with you, but we can't like be together." Right. Was kind of. Like a weird afterthought crushing thing. Um, I liked uh, Sarah Manning's like uh, devolution to be glib uh, into how she was in the first season. Yeah. Oh, I like that episode a lot. I kind of wish she would have banged the guy that MK knew. Like just like I thought she was going to, but he he fucked that up. He did fuck that up. Because he he could have gotten some, but yeah. Which I'm like, damn, she's just on a roll. Like, first she fucks the dude and the girl. Now she's fucking this dude, and then no. <laughs> no well, funny. you can't have her get so muddy that she... <laughs> Is that a thing that I stumble on? A... I like that. That I butt choke? Okay. Muddy. <laughs> <laughs> she can't go so far gone that she can't Come be back. redeemed. I, I understand. In, like, one or two episodes. Like, that's... You know her as Sarah... The leader of the clones, Mother Akira, who is, I guarantee, going to play a huge part next season, being that she's now apparently psychically of, like attached to every one of the clones. And we didn't really get a whole lot into MK near the end. No. No, but MK's obviously How much did you too. love Crystal? Is that the hairdresser one? Uh-huh. Yeah, I like her a lot. Who was like completely ineffectual yet weirdly effectual all at uh-huh. the same time like she stumbled across the truth but doesn't realize she stumbled but across yeah, the truth but yeah and like every time they go like well here's the truth and she goes well that's not the truth no it's all it's the cosmetics industry is <laughs> animal it's trying to kill like hairdressers yeah to stop them from anti-aging whatever mm-hmm. I, I believe I texted you that where I was like I don't know how far you're in, but man, Crystal is great. I did like Crystal. Where she's like, I just stole a bunch of, like, brochures. Yeah. And it's like, they thought you were Sarah. Like, you don't know how close to the truth you are. Uh, but this season was, it ended with, like, a, kind of a slow bang. Um, with the Cosima uh, Delphine reunion. Yeah. Uh, the old guy who wrote the Neolution Bible, or whatever he wants to call it, it was a, a doctrine. It was, it was a, a setup finale. Is probably the best way to put that. Yes. Because I think the first episode of the next season will be 
a blowout. Oh, yeah. But I guarantee you're like, well, Helena finally came back yeah. after living in her weird... She was awesome. <laughs> I love that. The minute, like, I was like, how are Donnie and... Ra- uh, not Rachel. Um, Donnie and... Um, Allison. Allison <clears throat> gonna get out of this. And then, like, fucking arrow dude. through the fucking guy's face. And she's like, hello, sister. Hello, Donnie Hendricks. And I was like, thank the well, Lord for fucking Helena. That's one of the things I like about Cosima is that she calls them all sestras. If you Atlanta. noticed that? No. They all do I now. I mean, Cosima. They all do now. Cosima is like one that I've noticed. She should be like, hi, Sestra. Yeah, like, she just says it. But, um, like, kind after, of, kind after of the uh, clone club dance, like, yeah. they all kind of became Sestras. Yeah. And that's kind of the, uh, like, uh, catch all of. Mm-hmm. But yes, um, I think uh, Allison doesn't really say it as much, and Cosima didn't say it as much. Yeah, but it, it's. Um, I like it. But I like that they're all kind of. It gives them, like, an identity when they kind of go and go, Sestra. Like, mm-hmm. once you they say that, you're like, okay, they're in. They're in on the clone club. They're they're part of that unit. Yep. Um, but once again, phenomenal. If you've never seen Orphan Black, highly, I'm sorry. I highly but like, recommend you watch it. It grabs you without grabbing you. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch the first three seasons on Amazon Prime for free. Um... If you're a subscriber to any of the cable companies and you have BBC, you can use their app. Unfortunately, another app that doesn't fucking work with Chromecast. Um, but you can watch you can watch the latest season on BBC America on their app. Um, yeah, fucking love that show. Unfortunately, yeah. it was announced that the next season, which they're renewed for, will be the last. I think they're going out on their terms. It seems like it. Um, if that's going to be the case, though, I hope she wins a whole Anemi. fuckload of awards I, for it, it. It's one of those, like, when you saw Brian Cranston get snubbed, snubbed, snubbed on yeah. Breaking Bad, and then he finally got it. Yeah. And it's like, uh, what is her name? Uh, Melissa? Tatiana. Tatiana Maisley? Something like that. I don't remember her last name, but I know her first name is Tatiana. She deserves it. I mean, she deserves it. Okay. Maybe playing the scorpion was a little silly. Yeah, it was a little weird. A little weird, a little silly. But, uh, I mean, the fact that, like, she talks about, like, every clone on that, mm-hmm. every Sestra, uh, every sister, that's Slavic for sister, in case you're wondering. Yeah. I just realized we never really explained that. Um, has a different, like, uh, iPod, like, mix oh, yeah. that she listens to to get into character. I mean... I don't see, like, I don't see that actress. I see Allison. I see mm-hmm. Helena. I see Sarah. I see uh, Crystal. Like, even the guy that plays um, all the caster guys. I can't think, of, I don't know yeah, his name. But I like, can't remember his name. But even him, like, there's subtle differences where mm-hmm. it's like, you're not that guy, you're that they're guy. They're a you're lot more th- alike. The caster guys are a lot The caster more guys, alike. well, that's because they're all like, military-based. Yeah. Um, they're all supposed to be weapons. Except for the new one who is like, I'm not like my brothers. He's like a big pussy. Tried to kill himself. Didn't do that very well. Oh, the guy that knocked up the um, the ch- the farmer chick was kind of a pussy, too. Yeah, I guess he was. Yeah. Maybe if they're not around each other, they lose their... Yeah, their the edge. Like, they don't have, like, their, the... Well, that would make sense, though. Like, so they're not, around their, they're not around their other clones, so they lose their kind of squad mentality, so to speak. I mean, if they're military, yeah. that would kind of make sense. The hive mentality. Yeah. And become... Their own people. Yeah. 
They become what is it aware or awake or whatever they call that? Awake. They the call clothes. it. A, yeah, they say, they say so I'm so glad Evie Cho fucking died. Oh, no shit. That bitch needed to die. Um, Like, I liked her as a bad guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I loved to hate her. She was such a great bad guy. She was definitely the uh, the Ramsey Bolton of Orphan Black. <laughs> the guy that got eaten. By yeah, no, I got it. Because yeah. um, that's, I mean, she was I, like, I can't wait I, for her I, to fucking die, but. I just started to think about Helena just eating her face off. <laughs> To feed her babies. Yeah. Her, t- her, her babies. I did, but that was kind of sad. When she was burying the container in the backyard, and she's like, I'm sorry, babies. I did not know I needed to feed you nitrogen. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she's like, so you're gone now, but here you live, like, yeah. near another Sestra. But yeah, like, I didn't know I needed to feed you nitrogen. I forgot about that line. Uh, but she's got the twins. Yep. Which I'm sure will And she up. says, like, and she was like, they're fighting like we used to. And I was like, this is so, like, I, I clutch my chest, like, oh. Yeah, there's a couple of lines in there, and I'm like, wow, okay. But like I said, the last, like, four episodes have been emotional roller coasters. Um, just Kendall dying, Delphine coming back, Cosima reuniting with her, um, the whole thing with S killing the, um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but the, the evolutionary cop. bot cop. Yeah. And she's like, He's like, I told you everything. And she's like, I don't care. <laughs> like, this is for my mom. Boom. Like, and um, the whole thing with, like, Felix and his biological sister. That kind of weird. That was kind of weird. That was kind of a weird. Like, it was a weird mid-season moment. It was like they just kind of dragged her in, didn't really know what to do with her, and then... And then jettisoned her, her off. Like, like, they made yeah. her a lawyer, and then she just kind of went away. Got Donnie out, which... Was funny because he's like, I just want to fuck you, and she's like, oh, We awesome. have bigger problems, and he's like, so Yeah, awesome. we do, and the bigger problems are in my pants. Like w- watching Donnie, like so just Be a hornball. Yeah, like it's so fucking fun. Like it's just fun. It's not even funny. You're like, yeah. I'm glad they kept him around because when when he was her watcher, I was like, Really? They make this fucking doofy dude a watcher. Like that's gonna kind of take away the mysticism. Or the, well, and then you have like the whole like. He didn't fall in love with her. Right. And you're like, oh, he's going to be like henpecked. And you're like, no, he's he's not. He is, he has, but he's not. He has his moments of like being a little bit of a badass. Um, but like, yeah, like this this season with him, it's like, I've loved Donnie this season. Yeah. So. Um, What's on your list? What's left on your list? You don't have much. Uh, no, I've got red shirts. Okay, go for it. You go first. Um, actually, one of them was about, uh, yeah, this. it's going to be the last year of uh, Orphan Black next year. Mm-hmm. Um, or the next year and a half, or whatever you want to call it. And then we missed it on this show. I managed to catch it on Damn, just based on recording schedules. Um, I want to say rest in peace, Anton Yelchin. Um, I watched... He played Chekhov in the news series. He did. Time. He was in Oops. the uh, Fright Night remake. He was oh, okay. Odd Thomas, based on the uh, Dean Kunst novels. Um, and he was in, I, I want to say Greenland, but I'm not sure it's right. Um, Greenland, Green Place, whatever it was. Um, I've watched almost every movie he's been in, I think. And he hasn't made that many. Um, but every movie I've seen him in, I've really liked him in, I've respected and, um, seen the talent that he had. And the fact that he wasn't taken, when I first heard about this, where they said he was in a car accident, I went, I said this on damn, I'm going to paraphrase, but I went, ah, shit, he was drunk. Hi, 
No, getting blown by a hooker. Weird accident. But when I hear car accident, like I go, okay, like he was being, like he was being a movie star. Yeah. Um, but he it, wasn't. You know when Star Trek is coming up, like in like a matter of celebrating weeks. or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's got it made, and it was literally like, I went out to get the mail, and my car was in neutral, mm-hmm. and gravity, not even God, gravity, gravity science, fucking took him out. Pinned him up, unfortunately, against like some kind of like retaining wall, and he died of. Um, and this, it makes me sick to actually think of this phrase, because um, I can't imagine dying like this. Blunt force trauma asphyxia. Oh, oh wow! They crushed his windpipe. It crushed his yeah. It crushed his lungs. Oh God! To the point where he couldn't breathe. It's blunt yeah. force asphyxia. Huh. Um. Like that's. Fucking terrifying yeah. and horrible, and it's unfortunate. And I, I, I mean, and I could go up about how like that's a fear of mine now, but, um, <laughs> but I won't because that's disrespectful. Um, but like, yeah, I want to say, um, rest in peace, Anton Yelchin. I mean, every like I said, every movie I saw with him, he had, he was great. Like he disappeared into his characters. I always remember him as Odd Thomas, um, from Fright Night and and Star Trek are the big ones for me. Um, he couldn't have been a better checkoff. I mean, I can't think of anyone else. Um, and anyone can say Wessel, but it, it takes a certain amount of talent to own it to the point where like, he's not just saying it, he owns it. Right. Um, incredibly young talent taken way too early. Uh, this year is proving way too many memoriam, uh, in memoriams, uh, for this show, for the Oscars, for everything. Um, Emmys, uh, no, what's the music one? Grammys. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's just a rough year for talent. Um, weirdly enough, he died at 27, which is... That's really young. Also the rock star age. I mean, that's... That's true. When people go out on top, usually by choking on their own vomit. Um, I hope he did not go out that way. I just made myself sad. Um... <laughs> So that's those are my red shirts. Okay, well I've got a couple. Uh, really quick, Arrow. Um, apparently, the first episode of the new season will have one of the most vicious fight scenes um, on Arrow ever. I think it's gonna be Ollie versus Ollie, a la Superman three. He just gets drunk and shoots peanuts <laughs> at his own forehead. Okay. That joke's funny, and you know it. It's it's amusing. Um, <laughs> in Flash World. Um, they have confirmed that the first episode is called Flashpoint. But it's not going to be Flashpoint, Flashpoint. It's going to be their Flashpoint. Yeah. Uh, and they've also confirmed that the girl that played, uh, what's her name? Uh, the girl, the daughter. From, Jesse Quick. Yeah, she will be back in the third season. Yeah, she has become Jesse Quick. She and Wally have to get their well, powers. we'll see. Um, and then, on an entirely different note, Columbia, the outdoor sportswear company. Oh, I thought you meant okay. the made from. Never no, no, no. Uh, cocaine? <laughs> I was gonna when I think Columbia. Rocky Horror uh, Picture Show reference, oh, but all right. No, gotcha. Uh, so Columbia uh, has started making stainless steel to- survival tools inside their tags of their jackets. Like they announced they're going to have um, a purifier, a sextant, a handsaw, a sewing tool, a fishing tool, and a sundial. It's going to be in the material of their jacket. As all one tool and... No, like individual tools. <laughs> like all over the jacket. 
It's kind of cool. Um, they haven't said like which clothing is going to have it and which ones won't yet, but they've announced that they're going to do that, um, which that, that's kind of cool. Um, Can I sidebar you real quick? Sure. Have you seen the trailer for Swiss Army Man? I have, and it's out now. It's out. No, it uh, premieres. It's in L.A. and I think New York. I think it premieres next in the next week or two weeks uh, everywhere. Okay. Um, right. It's just like I really look forward to that movie. Yeah, that it's movie like Daniel Radcliffe is like, you think I'm fucking Harry Potter? Fuck you! I like I was in that like weird horse porn fucking where my penis was a compass. <laughs> yeah, and then like or, like is like. Dick, like, yeah, like, he just goes so against... I mean, he was in Horns. Yeah. Or Horn, or whatever that was, based on the... Uh, was in Horns, based on the Joe Hill novel. Yeah. Um, the movie was... Uh, the book was better than the movie, I'm sorry. But, um, but like, he's just going, like, you think I'm fucking Harry Potter? It's Fuck awesome. you. I'll show you fucking Harry Potter. Exactly. Um, in case you guys didn't hear about it, um, so the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, got, mm-hmm. got hacked. I did not. A while actually. ago. You didn't know about this? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. I did. Um, I think I meant recently. So this company, Crowd, Crowd, uh, CrowdStrike. CrowdStrike is a security company. They do a lot of forensics work and stuff. They came out and said, oh, it was the Russians. So on June 15th, this guy who went by the name Guccifer, which was a reference to a, a Hungarian hacker from years ago, but this guy, Guccifer 2.0, he makes a WordPress site and starts just posting all the shit from the DNC, like this Donald that Trump report and a bunch of financial records, which was funny because when they when they announced the hack, the DNC people were like, oh, no, 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 no financial records got hacked, got, got He's compromised. Like, yeah, they He's are. like, well, what about these? And it's like names, donors, addresses, how much they donated, and people have gone through these documents and done metadata research yes. and said, well, based on the metadata, it's definitely from the DNC. Yeah. Uh, not to say you can't fake metadata, but... No, know. I mean, it's... But, and then there's some secret documents that he supposedly pulled off of uh, Hillary's email server that he also posted. I just recently wrote about that, yeah. Yeah, so, I, there's some interesting... It's, it's interesting, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Um, I don't want either of the two fuckers that are running right now. Like, I really kind of wish Bernie would... Get the candidacy. He says he's still in the running. He's yeah, I know, I saw that. Um, but hey, who knows? Maybe it'll, maybe that'll pan out. Maybe it doesn't. I think regardless, that DNC needs to make a whole bunch of changes to their whole super delegate thing, because that's just bullshit. It's not just DNC; it's RNC on that one too. Do you know RNC has yep. super delegates? Yeah. Okay. It's well, a it's a system. It's I know not... I, I know, but I I did know that that the DNC came out not too long ago and said, "Oh, we're going to change all the super delegate stuff, but not until 2024." Actually, what's the who's the uh, head libertarian guy? Um Gary I like him. I'm going to be voting well. for him. I like him. But I like him. he's got a great quote right now that's a bit of a soundbite, but it goes Who decided that the president has to be Democrat or Republican? Like, right. it literally went, oh. Well, no, and that's what I've been saying. Like, okay, you're not happy with who the Democrat is, or you're not happy with who the Republican is, and you don't want to vote for him, then find someone Did else. Did you see the new video about um, gun control laws? Which one? The one that goes, this is what guns used to be. Oh, the musket thing? And the guy walks yeah. into the office and starts, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I, you know, I don't... I, I, we can touch on that really quick, because... 
I'm, I know you follow me on Facebook, and I made some posts, but there were, there were a couple in particular that were my main points, and, and I don't care which side you're on. I really don't. Um, there, I've, I've heard some really good arguments for gun control. I've heard some really good arguments against gun control. Slippery slope is usually what's against it, and, and we're not trying to outlaw it. We just want to make it harder to get a hold of is usually what the pro is for. And some of the stuff that they want to do to, you know, background checks, them, fine, make them. Will it make a difference in my opinion? No. No. So people will find a way around it. Um, or, you know, even if they manage somehow, which will never happen, but somehow outlaw guns entirely, they'll just find other shit to, to use. I mean, if, if you're crazy and you want to do something... No one ever thought it. you could fly a plane into a building. Right. I mean... I'm not making light of 9-11, no, I'm just saying. I'm not making light of any of it. But anyway, getting back to my main point was, if you're going to argue for or against it, at least be fucking educated on what you're talking about. And open-minded to your opponent. At least listen to them. I mean, you don't be open-minded, but at least listen to them. Don't just sit there and start hating on them because they don't agree with you. That's not the point of a debate. That's not the point of an argument. And out of that, that becomes neither the, person gets anything out of it. That becomes a textbook definition of like the term when you tack on militant to the beginning of anything yeah. else. Um, they will not hear anything else, and they are in the right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you saw my post, I think, about, about uh, Michael Moore talking about AR-15s and the ammunition's illegal da, 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 and by the Geneva Convention. Like, okay, perfect... I don't politically ascribe to Michael Moore. Well, no, but I mean, but what but, he I said mean, was a perfect example because first off, it wasn't an AR-15 that was used. An AR-15 is a very specific rifle model. It gets... Now, granted, it gets used like the term Kleenex gets used for any kind of Absolutely, issue. yes. But it was not an AR-15. just wasn't. And the ammunition used wasn't made illegal by the Geneva Convention... It's the Hague Convention. The Geneva Convention has to do with prisoners of war. The, wrong one. Yeah. the Hague Convention has to do with different types of wep uh, weaponry and, and ammunition. And while the U.S. did sign the Hague Convention, it never ratified it. So, fuck off. And I'm sorry, the 223 round, which is what the AR-15 uses, isn't really used a whole lot by militaries. They use 7.62, they use uh, 5.56, I think is the other one. Um, that's just... At least learn about the fucking guns. I mean, I, I got into it with one of my aunts because she posted something about... So and it was, an it was a uncle. silly meme. It was, it was a picture of George Washington. They made up this quote. like, And it was, For Christ's sake, we were talking about muskets, not not 13.3 rounds per second. And she posted that. And my response to it, and I tried to be very um, non-confrontational with my response. I was like, well, I'm confused by this meme. Are you talking about automatic weapons that actually fire 13.3 rounds per second and were not used in any of the recent um, mass murders, whether you're going to call them mass homicides. They mean automatic, I mean, okay. They being automatic weapons. Yes. Um, or are you talking about an AR-15 or AR-15 style assault rifle, which is a made-up term. It's not an actual term. No, That's not. not what AR stands for. AR stands for Armalite Rifle. Yes. It's the company that made it originally. Um or you're talking about the AR-15, which doesn't fire anywhere near 13.3 rounds per second. Unless you file, like, I mean, you, it's legal to own. You can legally own an automatic weapon in this country if you spend the money, which is a lot, because you have to buy an automatic weapon that is usually pre-1984 weapons ban. You have to file 
uh, go through a background check with the ATF, go through a background check with the uh, FBI, pay on tax. You have to get a tax stamp from the ATF. Then you got to transfer that weapon from wherever you're buying it to different dealers. Right, yeah. The legal way of doing it. It's prohibitively expensive, but people do it because they want to fucking shoot. Okay. I mean, anyway, sorry. Just fucking learn. If you want to argue a point, make sure you do your research because I can pull up the FBI statistical homicide and see that rifle rifle murders in the last five years have actually gone uh, stayed gone down slash stayed the same. Um, and they're less than people have gotten killed with appendages of humans. Yeah, like substantially. Like hands and feet have killed more people than rifles, according to the FBI homicide statistics. Huh. I mean, granted, there's stats. I'm sure that there's ways to manipulate numbers. Yeah, skew that, but I mean... I'm not saying that the... I mean, granted, it's the FBI. I don't know why they would skew numbers. At the same time, I didn't go in-depth research on what the definition of homicide was. But the point is, like, the fact that, like, a lot of people do think AR stands for automatic rifle, and it doesn't. Or assault rifle, and it doesn't. Yeah, thank you, or assault rifle. Um, And the AR-15 was actually sold to the public before the M16 was even a used rifle. Yes, actually. Um, And it was sold as a... As a sportsman rifle for plunking at, at like raccoons, varmints, squirrels, you know. Stop! You said varmints. I did say varmints. You you can stop at you can just say varmints and not say raccoons, possums. I know possums are in there. But at the same time, the squirrels. FBI loves that rifle because the round tends to not go through apartment walls. Because the round is it, it's just so I mean you know yeah. what, you know what a twenty two is right yeah. okay well a two two three round is only a little bit bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and won't go through. Yeah. It has more powder behind it, but it's not. I mean, it won't go through a wall usually. It'll, it'll, it just doesn't. Anyway, yeah. Again, I'm trying not to go off on this. It, it's a sticky wicket. The, the point. Um, the point was to, to educate yourself on what you're going to talk about, regardless of what side you want to be on. Yes, we can say that uh, non-biasedly. Absolutely. Yes. About anything, not just assault weapons. I mean, but I mean anything. in general. Oh yeah. Um, and, and, and stop believing all this bullshit that people are putting on Facebook without actually doing research on your own. I'm, I'm tired of seeing, did you know this? That's not even fucking true. Like, it, it, there's so many fucking memes and bullshit. That I have like, a really good example of that from a meme I haven't even released yet. Okay. Okay. Popeye's arms. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to have some, like... Massive thing coming out of your mouth. Nope, Popeye's arms. Are not big. <laughs> because olive oil is a virgin because there's extra olive oil oil. What? So think of the picture. Yeah. So you have extra virgin olive oil. Right. And then virgin olive oil, mm-hmm. the character, and then... That explains why his arms are so oh, big. because he jerks off all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So I shouldn't believe that? I hope not. Because <laughs> how did Sweet Pea come the, around? The, that's <laughs> the, the whole of my argument. Because I'm like, we're, that's not his kid though, right? I don't remember. Is he like a bastard? Like, is, I think he might be a, like an orphan. Maybe he's an orphan. Do you remember that Popeye movie? Yeah, with Ron Lee. In the 80s? Yeah. I don't think it was, it was his terrifying. kid or her kid. It was like an orphan. Sweet Pea was an orphan. Huh. I think. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen It's been a long time since I've thought about that. But. Yeah. All right. I think we're done.
No, no. No, we have more? I have Porn Star of the Week. <gasps> Holy shit, Porn Star of the Week. That's right. You said you finally found out who that girl was. And then we'll go out on a... On a bang? So, uh, yeah, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> <clears throat> so, weeks. Probably, maybe it's months ago. Yeah. I talked about the, the... There was this girl with, like, kind of weird hair. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole, like, dyed gray, like, the dead hair, whatever they call yeah. it. And uh, you were like, you just jerk off to some girl with weird hair. And I was like, she probably has a name. Um, well, that name, I found out, is Gina Gerson. G-I-N-A. Uh-huh. Uh, G-E-R? Look, yeah. I'm looking her up right now. And you'll see her hair. Oh, she's cute. She's super cute. But you see what I mean about the hair? Yeah, I see what you're talking about. Well, she's blonde in a lot of it. But then it looks, yeah, it looks like that cute. weird, like, bleach gray yeah, yeah, yeah. in the ones I, I watch. I see what you... <laughs> <laughs> she is cute. She's super cute. So I just want to put that out there that I finally found that girl. Yeah. She's always mad when I can't think of the name. She can absolutely be Porn Star of the Week. Um, so there you go. Is she old enough to do porn? Like, she looks really young. She's cute. I'm pretty sure she's old enough to do porn. There's a lot of pictures that we're doing. Yeah. I'm Is she, she old enough? Yeah, she's old enough. All right, that makes me feel better. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!